Welcome back to the Wolverine.com podcast, video edition, and welcome back to one of our absolute favorites, Tom Crawford, who uh, joins us from uh, his home in Lansing, Michigan. Tom, great to have you back. We've been through some transition, and your public was demanding that you return back to uh, our airways. Uh, Good to have you back. Well, it's great to be back, JP. And uh, if my public wants me, I'm there. And even if they don't want me, I want to be there because I want to talk <laughs> Michigan football. And I know we got basketball. We're incorporating that. We got the Seton Hall game and all that stuff. But it's football, football, football these last two weeks. The opportunity is there, JB, for Jim Harbaugh to get it done. Obviously, Michigan coming off the huge game against Penn State. And it looked like it was going to be, Tom, more comfortable than it was because you're playing the great defense and it's 14-6 well into the fourth quarter and you, you've beat up Sean Clifford all day long, Penn State's quarterback, and then in a in a twinkling of an eye, you've got uh, 17-14 Penn State and uh, your back's against the wall. Talk about that moment uh, for this team. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't like eight-point leads for the Wolverines and Visibles by eight because they don't work too well, obviously, in the last few weeks, uh, 16 and eight-point leads because uh, two-point conversions seemingly are easily converted against the Michigan Wolverines. But, you know, I, I, you know, I felt – this is kind of weird. I felt like it was better off if Michigan was behind. This goes back to the Lloyd Carr era when Mich- Lloyd Carr's teams would always play better when they were behind as opposed to lead preservation, if you will. And when they got down 17-14, I felt fairly comfortable in that final drive that Michigan was going to be in position to win the game. Um, the only thing that would concern me is scoring too early. Eric all scored about three three-minute mark, and uh, that was a wonderful pattern and did a little bit of Ohio State-esque in there of doing some rub routes where, uh, you know, discombobulated the secondary on shallow crossers. It worked out for the Wolverines. and. My God, they had the lead and the defense stepped up. They had to get a stop. They got the stop. This was a big win, JB, for me. This was a big win, not just for Jim Harbaugh, for this program. Penn State was ranked in one poll, quality win, and sets up these final two outings. Well, Cade McNamara, after the game, talks about the fact that, you know, and he's talked about it all year. This team is different. This is a this is a different team. Uh, now – uh, he said it again that this is another marker that that this in fact is a different Michigan team. Was uh, have you come to the point, Tom, where uh, where you fully bought into that 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 this is a completely different team with a different mindset than what we've seen recently? Well, you know, I would go. Back, I guess still go back to Indy. Uh, you know, having Aiden Hutchinson stand right in front of us, uh, talking about it's different. And and you know, he's got. Uh, there's a certain uh, you know persona this young man has uh, that he's very believable, even before it, it happened and became reality. And he was he was spot on. Same with Josh Ross said the same thing. Hassan Haskins said the same thing down at Big Ten Media Days. And there is there is a there is a unity. And, and we're seeing that on the sidelines. We're hearing about Jim Harbaugh remarking about that unity. Uh, the players talking about the unity. We saw the group photo, everybody after the game, uh, which is better than during the game. I like that. I don't mind the group photo after the game, after celebrating the victory, but during the game, maybe not so much. But um, this is different. This is really, really different. And I, you know, I'm not going to get ahead to what's going to happen on November 27th, but uh, it's working. 
and uh, and this team is there's been some stars that um, that are all of a sudden emerging and some newer names, DJ Turner in particular, these guys that wow, look at this and um, that are really becoming large characters in this hopefully great saga that could result potentially in a title of some sort. You mentioned Aiden Hutchinson. He makes a, a definite point after the the interviews. He and Cade sat at that table in that little interview room in Penn State together. And when they concluded, uh, you had Aiden Hutchinson uh, start to get up. He slaps Cade uh, McNamara on the shoulder pad and says, that's my quarterback. Let's go. And this was a game where you didn't see Jay, Jay McCarthy and you saw – uh, Kay McNamara all the way. I get it because in this situation, uh, you you don't want to be switching back and forth. I don't think, but I thought I thought Aiden really uh, was making a point as a captain, saying, "Hey, anybody, any any other talk aside, this is our guy." Yeah, and when you talk about Aiden and David Ochabo, we're talking a generational set of of defense events that Michigan has not had in. A long, long time. Um, I mean, to this magnitude of what they're doing, uh, you know, how they're discombobulating these offenses. Um, uh, Sean Clifford, I thought, was terrific. And Sean Clifford, like Harbaugh talked about, that was one tough dude, man. He took some hits, baby. You know, the, you know, the seven sacks, the 12, 12 or 14 tackles for loss, whatever that was. That was crazy what Michigan defense showed up. Yeah, but I, I you know, I, I think that, when when I look at I go back to Hassan Haskins, you know, when when the Blake Corm injury took place, I'm chatting with some media guys in the press box last week. I'm thinking, you know what, this after the IU game, this could still work out because he is like a Jim Brown. I'm going way back in time. Jim Brown was a running back with the Cleveland Browns who got better, got stronger every carry. And Hassan has this way about him. He's he gets tougher as the game goes on. And you know, I want Blake Corum to come back, and I and I hopefully he will by Ohio State. Um, and, and it would be good to get Donovan Edwards in the mix too. But Haskins is that that guy's a flat out dude. He is just a dude. I love that number twenty five while carrying the ball for the Wolverines. Yeah, they've got him on both sides of the ball. But I I know that uh, uh, as far as dudes go, uh, Jim Harbaugh went on and on about Hassan Haskins yesterday. Uh, I love the uh, the clip where Haskins absolutely blows up the pass rusher. But, uh, it, it, you know, like, like Harbaugh said, it's in every aspect of the game. If he's finding a, a little bit uh, tough yardage inside, he still makes some. He still falls forward. He, he'll spin. He'll spin off somebody. Uh, and then when you uh, find the going really tough, he can catch the football. And, you, you know, your little swing passes, he can make a, a lot out of that. You have to hope that, uh, that Blake Corum, I don't know that he's going to be coming back for, for this week. I think if there's any chance to give it a go, he'll give it a go for Ohio State. But to have Haskins as that number one guy, he's going to blow by 1,000 yards for the season this weekend. And uh, you just – you love having him in that backfield. Yeah, John, you know, Hassan needs 20 carries at least. I, I, I just think you got to get 20 carries out of 25. Um, and Yeah, what, 30. Um, and and some, I'm looking at some of these schools that are going with a one-back feature. 
because of injury situations um, that it's very effective. It's kind of going old school when Tony Dorsett play, Ricky Bell, all these names in the set. They carry the, the, Lorenzo White. They carried the ball a lot, um, and and they got into a flow, a rhythm. I, you know, and back to Cade McNamara, your comment about Aiden talking about he's our quarterback. Man, he threw a couple of lasers at Roman Wilson. I mean, those were those were congested. That, that, that those were those those balls had to be on the mark. I was I was impressed with Kate. I really was. And and I'm one of these open-minded to JJ McCarthy guys. I'm not trying to go back into this Brady Henson thing that we had, you know, 20 some years ago, but I I I was really impressed with him. Uh, I, I know the fumble. I mean, you know that happens, but um, I, I think it was uh, it was good. It was a good game to stay with your number one driver in the in the vehicle, and that being Cade McNamara against. Yeah, Penn well, State. the fumble. I mean, he got totally blindsided. Yeah, I mean, he got wiped out, and he, you know he had the um, the humility or the uh, you know kind of um presence to when asked about that he says well maybe i should move a little bit better in the pocket i mean he had no shot on that one and everybody None. understood it so but to get back up and to be as calm as he was and just lead the team back down the field was uh was pretty impressive let me ask you this uh maryland you know they're getting asked now about oh are you uh how do you block Ohio State out of your minds and just concentrate on this game? I just don't think it's going to be that big an issue for this team because I think it's been so locked in game to game every week. I think they'll embrace the opportunity to go out to Maryland and and throttle this team, get after another quarterback, and, and post another impressive win before they think, you know, that – I'll say this, they thought about Ohio State all year, but before they allow their thoughts for this week to wander that way. No, I totally agree with you. And th this goes back to this, this team is different. You know, label, it's just different. And that goes back to senior leadership um, of, the, of, of the captains and, and, and the whole team in general, I think is showing a lot of leadership. And, uh, and I, thought, I think Jim Harbaugh is, is a better coach this year for a lot of reasons. He, he acts different. He looks different. We noticed that from day one when we saw him, for, you know, debut in the summer. Um, it, it, it's, it's different in a good way. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, that they're necessarily going to beat Ohio State, but I think, I think they're going to beat Maryland. Uh, I was extremely confident they were going to beat Penn State, and they did a little, a little dicey there uh, down the stretch, but they got the job done. And, you, you know, I mean, just like that 2002 Ohio State team, I mean, you don't have to blow people up uh to ha to have a special season and and this could be special just be in position against ohio state in ann arbor um where you you can compete for championships uh it's like you're in the elite eight of uh you know the sweet whatever it is uh, to, to win it all um and uh yeah that would be the sweet 16 uh to win it all and uh uh, it, it's there for the taking. But I, I, I truly have a lot of confidence. Maryland moved the ball well against Michigan State, but everybody's moving the ball well against Michigan State. And, and they're, they're a balanced offense, but I think Michigan will run the ball against Maryland and, and, and take care of business pretty easily. I like the uh, development of players throughout the season. You look at uh, a DJ Turner. He knows what he's doing much more, I think, 
right now than what he did at the beginning of the season. He's always been a really good athlete, but uh, boy, you know, he, he gave up, up a couple things, but there was not much he could do on the one touchdown is against a tight end. That's a foot taller and a hundred pounds heavier practically. And, and uh, he nice tight coverage, Rod Moore coming on. Uh, Rod Moore. Yeah. <laughs> in that game. Yeah. Rod Moore, I like. Who's this number nineteen? I'm thinking, hey, it's Carl Ward out there. I'm going way back in time. Number nineteen, you know. And uh, it was, uh, it's good to see. And this is what you know historically, John. You know this. Uh, you know, championship teams in the late '80s and '90s had guys later in the year emerge and all of a sudden became household names, at least household names within the the Michigan football family. Uh, and and that we're seeing that right now. I mean, it's it's amazing um, some of these efforts that go beyond the, the you know the guys that we've been thinking of from the start, um, and and you know so uh, you know Junior Colson the other twenty five want him to be healthy. I mean, it, it, keeping guys healthy, that's the key um, as we get later in the season, and every team is struggling with that right now. No doubt, and Michigan needs obviously uh, to take care of business this week needs to uh, beat Ohio State to have a chance to to do all that they want to do. But they also need Michigan State to uh, lose another game along the way. I wouldn't be shocked if Michigan State lost two more games because they have to go uh, Ohio State and then Penn State. Your thoughts about what uh, whether or not Michigan State loses that uh, extra game that, that the Wolverines need them to lose after uh, after what happened up in East Lansing? Well, you know, you know, I live in East Lansing and, uh, you know, a, a mile from the football building and where, 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 where Mel Tucker has to say the school. Oh, you mean the school down the road? He can't even say Michigan. So I'll just say that the school, uh, you know, a mile from my house, the school mile from my house has given up 900 total yards against Purdue and Maryland, John. Just yeah. licking your chops here. What do you think is going to happen when Ohio State unleashes their offense? Michigan State is going to have to be flawless offensively down in Columbus at noon to stay in this game. They're going to they're going you know they're going to have to have balance. You know, they're Peyton Thorne's going to have to be crisp on on his aerial game because you're not just going to do it you know up with Kenneth Walker the 3rd. I mean, so I I I'm expecting uh, whatever the spread is like 20. I mean, Michigan State's got some they they just, you know, I I hand it to them. They, 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 they surprised me all season long. And I wouldn't be surprised if they hang in this game midway through the third quarter. But I think they're going to wear out defensively. And I, I'm, I'm expecting a 21 to 24 point victory for Ohio State, somewhere, you know, like a 45 21. I think, I think Michigan State can score on Ohio State, but they're not going to be able to score enough against Ohio State. All right. Well, while we're on predictions, what, give me a score for uh, this game this weekend for Michigan. Okay, I, I I have you know I always have these visions about midweek. You know we're, we're sitting here on Tuesday, uh, maybe a little bit earlier. I I, I think Michigan's going to win this game in the neighborhood, a thirty-one to thirteen. I I really do. I think it's going to be a little cozier and more com comfortable than some of these other road games. You know, Penn State game. This is maybe more like uh, Wisconsin esque when they played when they beat Wisconsin. So I I think uh, you know a fourteen to eighteen point let let, let me just go thirty-one thirteen Wolverines over the Turtles. All right, before I let you go, we're going to be talking a whole ton of basketball this winter, obviously, but uh, just uh, just a mention of your early impressions 
from the Wolverines so far? Well, I like, I mean, obviously the potential, the ceiling is extremely high, but you know me, John, Mr. Worry Wart, and I'm going to do a little worry warding right now. The freaking free throws, 17 of 32, 15 missed free throws. And when Devontae Jones, I mean, this is like Xavier Simpson all over again. He's your point guard. You got to hit free throws. And so I'm concerned about that. So if I'm Juwan, after these, after these press con, after these games are over, I don't care if it's 11 o'clock tonight, they start clanking some more. Get them on that floor and let's, let, let's down 100 free throws apiece before you go back to your apartments. Because I think it's going to be a concern when you're dealing against the Purdue's, the Michigan States, and the Illinois. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't give those uh, 15 points away or whatever it is. Uh, obviously, uh, like I said, we'll be talking a whole lot of basketball. Uh, we'll see what happens against Seton Hall tonight. But uh, Tom Crawford, as always, uh, fun to pick it back up with you. We'll uh, sure be is. doing this all winter, and uh, thank you much for joining us. Always a pleasure and honor to be on the Wolverine Podcast, John. Until next time.